All right, this is Ardek from Karagangwen, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I'm, I'm jealous of all you people with hair. <laughs> hey, good to see you again, my friend. That's my partner, Chris. I'm Bruce, and Rena is trying to connect here. All right, great. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. I don't know if you guys no can see my new Jackson that I just bought in the background there. Yeah. It's uh, it's about to be modded heavily. I'm pretty excited about it. Cool, cool stuff. You doing the work yourself? Uh, no. I'm I'm not talented enough. It requires, you know, technical hands. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, I'm trying to wait on Rena here, but let's see. Rena oh, is connecting. Rena, Rena, Rena. Mm. Oh. oh no, she's coming in twice now. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I'm here, but hold on. All right. There we go. Okay, for some reason we have two Renas. That's right. We should <laughs> leave that one. It doesn't matter. Oh, and her audio's gone now. Your audio's gone in San Francisco, Rena. We'll give her another second and then we'll just let her catch up. Yeah, we'll just carry on. Thank you for your patience. Are you guys out on the road right now, or are you you home in the Netherlands? Um, no, we're not out on the road yet, but uh, hopefully sooner. <laughs> yeah. The last time we talked yeah. to you, you had just put the uh, that record out. Um, yeah. So what's it like to finally be getting out there and supporting it after such a long period of time? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's great, of course, but it's also a bit surreal because it's like two years have been you know frozen completely. So, uh, and we're also a bit, uh, you know, nervous in the sense that you have to get back into the game and uh, playing the songs again, see if it's still there. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Was it was it hard to get the chemistry back? No, not really. I mean, Karek uh, has always been very special to us, and um, we played until the very last moment live, uh, until it was possible. Yeah. In a way, it feels like yesterday, and in the other way, it feels like years ago, which it is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, we were excited to just get back again. Yeah. Yeah. In 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 the Netherlands, um, are you are you allowed full capacity gigs now, or is it still kind of like half capacity, seated, separated? No, I think everything is open right now for some time already. So everything. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. Good. yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So uh, almost everywhere in the world, I think, right now, but. Uh, yeah, it's just like every country was like kind of doing it randomly differently. And then provinces or states within countries were doing things differently. And it was also kind of like crazy. Like where I am in Virginia, yes, it never really closed. Like it closed for a couple of weeks and then it was just like wear a mask, yeah. you know, that's but, it. Yeah. But people weren't touring here because yeah. well, we don't really have a lot of live venues here. Well, I guess maybe in Richmond and stuff. Yeah. But, um, but like go to Florida, they, it was like the pandemic never happened, you know? Crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would, you wouldn't catch me going down there to do anything at that time, but, uh, you yeah. know, you, <laughs> it was like that, but I know the Netherlands, they were, they were one of the first to kind of ease up and then they, they ramped back really fast. Yeah. It was a matter of, a matter of weeks and it yeah. was all closed again, several times over and over again. Yeah. So that um, must've been kind of like a psychological mind fuck that's the only way i can describe it well what's interesting is i i'm living right now in costa rica actually in the middle of the pandemic i moved out here 
Oh and, man! Uh, with my wife, and uh, I, I'm married, and uh, so a lot of th changes happened. And while I was here, I mean, here it's always pura vida. So even there was a pandemic, and people were wearing masks, and there was a lot of regulations. But there was also this sense of you know, life goes on. People take things easy here. And uh, so for me to look at my friends and family in Holland, like going bomb into lockdown for months. And, you know, I even felt bad sometimes going into a restaurant here while I knew there they are literally locked inside. Yeah. And then at some point it turned around. So then it got a little bit more strict here and there it was opening and then it was back again. I mean, you cannot make sense of this psychologically. It's just too much to uh, to, to try to follow. And, it's uh, it's so, almost like a horror movie. So I imagine <laughs> that uh, the music that's coming out of this is going to be fairly inspired, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was already at the last album and it was about Frankenstein and, you know, viruses and, and diseases and everything. And then it was done and then this thing happened. <laughs> <laughs> you you know, guys like, were, were ahead but, of the game on that record though, right? I mean, you had that out before this all came out, didn't you? Yeah, so I was thinking like, oh, finally I have a, I, t I take a breath from all this horror stuff, and then <laughs> so, and then it's real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you guys are the genie in the metal bottle. <laughs> yeah, maybe we let it out. <laughs> disclaimer, nothing. Rena, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> are you there, Rena? Rena, are you there? I'm here. My stupid mic just isn't working. Probably Goldstream ruined everything for me forever. You have, I can tell you what's going on. You have two Zoom windows open. Oh. I do not. You do because I, I, can hear, I can hear both of them and I can hear the latency. You doubled. Yeah. What? Because now, now there's no mic. I can promise you I can take a screenshot of my... Like, it's okay. I don't, I don't need proof. Mm. We'll live with the echo. Let's roll. What you got? Because Zoom will record it properly. So. Oh my God. Like... I'm just going to ditch you guys and come back one more time. And, and all right, no problem at all. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so you mentioned nerves and a, a bit of nervousness. Are you guys going to, uh, well, I guess what I wanted to say is there's going to be like a lot of energy on both sides, right? On top of the nervous energy you have, the crowd is going to be crazy excited to be there. So the exchange is going to be nuts, right? Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I saw like uh, one of the yeah I think the first gigs here uh, and here in San Jose on Sunday was like uh, Brugeria and uh, Rotting Christ and it was insane what happened there, <laughs> so that's like of a uh, foreboding for what's to come probably. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was killer. Yeah. That's a great show. Yeah, it was it was really great and to see uh, friends again and uh, you know it was really I'm, cool. I'm gonna tell you a quick little story. When we first started yeah. this podcast, we're good friends with Henry from Bulgaria. And um, he answered the podcast. It was the first time we had started doing video. <laughs> he answered the podcast or got in and he was sitting on the bowl still. Yeah, he was oh. taking a dump on the phone. <laughs> That's an original entrance, right? I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, hang on five minutes. We're like, why didn't you just message us this? He's like, no. And he just set the phone down on the countertop while he did up everything and finished his business. <laughs> Then yep. he took us to his yep. kitchen. It, it would have been much easier just to send me a message and say, give me five, but whatever. <laughs> we're, we're that important. If they call, I'll even answer when you're on the poll. <laughs> Between errands. <yeah. laughs> Between right. errands. Anyway, um, Rita, you're back. What you got? I got stuff. Can you guys hear me now? Is it still... You're good. That's better. Uh, awesome. Oh, well, like I'm looking into the 
awesome cheat sheets Bruce has put together for us. And I can't get over the Instagram filters. <laughs> now this is, <laughs> this is true metal. Like I, as a woman love to put on face masks after sauna. Cause I'm finished, you know, like these moisturizing yeah. face masks. And you can get those with corpse paint. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> it's fucking Please. great. But is this what you're doing in Insta? Like, what is it? What the hell got you into doing Insta builders? Tell me all about that. Well, we were talking, uh, we were always working close with uh, the record labels, great people there like Jessica Katie. And, uh, you know, they came up at some point with this idea, if I remember correctly. And um, yeah, we were like, that's crazy. And we, they had a guy developing it and uh, it worked really well. I think even when you open the mouth far enough, you have a scream from Saragor. We recorded it for it. So uh, <laughs> it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. But like, what technically what goes into that? Or were you involved in that in any way? Or was it the label that pulled that off? No, we, uh, we were actually at that point working also on artwork. So we had uh, a Heileman who made the artwork make, you know, like plain pictures from all sides. And then we send it over to the programmer and, um, he made this this mock-up 3D, and I think a lot of technical details go into it because it has to move on your face. And uh, I mean, I don't know exactly how it works, but there was yeah some back and forth in it. So we were involved in that for sure. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. so fucking original. Like <laughs> it's like we're metal. Here's your yeah. Instagram filter, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, it's, yeah. but it actually comes from a metal band. Like normally, <laughs> like if like there's a metal filter that you see, it's like. They give you kiss, you know what I mean? Which is yeah. fine, yeah. but it's not metal. It's no, you know. it's done by someone else. Yeah. yeah. So we threw away the corpse paint. It's going to be digital from now on. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like maybe like a fifth element type thing, which is just like put on your face, zoop, you know, corpse yeah, paint. Yeah, imagine that projections live. We cannot move anymore. We have to be like. <laughs> <laughs> you you can be the hologram Michael Jacksons of your own life. <laughs> <laughs> I find it interesting that you guys have uh, branded into other things like Rena mentioned the Instagram, but also comic books. I think your brand is inherent, inherently leads itself to like uh, the comic book sort of thing, right? Yeah, I mean, it's storytelling and it's really cool. And um, the fact that we got into the DC comics uh, stuff, that was really amazing and uh, it worked really well. Uh, and what is cool about it is it's still extreme metal. So it's like you see something more mainstream that a lot of other people like see and then you can sort of put in your extreme metal thing and uh, it also you know makes a greater audience meet uh, this kind of music and i think that's a really cool development yeah how much input do you have into the the comics themselves besides lending your image and your name um not that much we were um, actually this happened via the guy that uh, mixed our album robert carranza and he was friends you know and uh, so they already had it done and um they wanted to use one of our tracks in the soundtrack. So uh, that's how it actually happened. And uh, But I think they, they really nailed it, how they pulled it off. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's like a metal superhero band. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like I just watched your video and I was expecting when you came on that you would look all sickly and deathly and you show up and you look like you just got off the beach and you're comfortable <laughs> and relaxed. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, man, how much more metal does this get? So my <laughs> question is, how the hell did you end up in Costa Rica? Yeah, my wife. <laughs> yeah, and uh, 
I mean, uh, at some point during the pandemic lockdowns, uh, normally, I mean, we would tour, we would travel and we would visit each other and stay with each other over in the Netherlands or here. And then, you know, lockdown happened. We couldn't see each other for seven or eight months in a row. It was even nine months. And that, that gets to you and uh, no performances, nothing's happening. So when it opened up and Costa Rica was actually one of the first countries that opened up again also for, you know, tourists. So I was not thinking twice and I thought I'm going to move there. I'm going to take my stuff because I don't know how long this is going to take and I can work from anywhere and uh, the guys will be fine. So that's what I did last year. And uh, yeah, that's how it happened. <laughs> what a change though. Like, yeah. like uh, my family is from the Netherlands and it's, oh, great. it's cold there. Like, you know, even in the summer, it's not necessarily that warm. No. And no. then you get to Costa Rica yeah. and it's like, yeah. that's got to kind of be like nice you know it is. I, I, <laughs> I mean i love autumn and winter and stuff but if at the end of the day if i can decide the tropical weather that's just uh fantastic uh, oh hell yeah. yeah how does the I tropical mean, weather though help with writing metal this is this is where i think it's gonna get a little bit more difficult because like you're sur you're not surrounded so much like i guess it depends where you live in costa rica but but well, like the strange thing is like whenever I was a teenager, you know, you're like black metal and then you wanted to rain and snow and everything must be evil. But <laughs> during the years, I found out that when I'm happy, I actually write better music. And just, <laughs> so it's actually like it sounds like a bit counterintuitive, but it works like that. I mean, there's nice weather here. I go for a run. Great people, everyone's friendly, and then you go in and it's like, awesome, dude. Yeah. That is so good. So, did you have to move all of your gear down, or did you just take what you thought you might need? I moved actually a lot of stuff because you know I have like uh, my favorite speakers, and I'm I'm a nerd with this kind of studio stuff I build over the years. So I send it here. It was a bit of a hassle. It got stuck and some things broke, and but yeah, oh. it was all worth it. But you know how these things work. You said and, something uh, that I have to follow up on. Here we yeah. go. Oh my God. I knew this was one <laughs> Here we go. Stop it. <laughs> what what speakers? Um, <laughs> I love how timid that was. Like, fuck those guys hate me, but which speakers? <laughs> I have to know. I'm a geek that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are they are like a handmade. I can try to show them. Ooh, let me see. They look Oh, cool. Yeah. They oh, are. Cute. I bought them from a friend of mine. He has a studio in Germany, and these uh, he has had them for a long time. And at some point, he said, "You know, I want to sell them, but uh, maybe you would like them." I have them already ten years. So. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. yeah, I've been mixing on the same set of speakers for twenty years, and that's I, awesome. I'm yeah. scared as hell to when yeah. I have to change them, yeah. because you can't get parts for them anymore. So I just freak out. You know, I'm like, Fuck. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm a guy. I don't really like like the typical studio monitors because yeah. i have everything like uh, you know like passive preamp amplifiers and more and that kind of uh, stuff and building my own setup and uh, okay now i'm gonna have great. to ask what passive preamp you're using i'm sorry <laughs> we musical fidelity uh mvt it's from the 80s it was okay. a great thing and uh, it's super yeah it's uh the imaging is amazing and um, i have also musical fidelity amps connected to them and uh mono amps and cool 
Okay, I'll stop asking technical. Rina, do you want to stop going, going any further? Into the rabbit hole now. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want me to go down a rabbit hole. Trust me. Me neither. <laughs> My audio room looks messy right now, but like, I am a geek audio engineer, so much so. Cool. Yeah. He truly is, and and we gotta we gotta let him roam free every once in a while, you know. <laughs> we need that. We need that. We need to go into these things and uh, lose our minds. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> It's important. And, and of course, we have listeners who are into that stuff, too. It's just really fucking tedious for me and Bruce. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. But so going back to the comic. So would you describe yourself more as a DC guy than a Marvel guy? I think so. I've never really been into it, but I think from what I've touched upon, I would. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So DC's is there... a little bit darker, I would say. Oh, yeah. Is there a, a movie superhero Karak uh, superhero coming up? I don't. Maybe there is. I don't know. <laughs> that would be yeah, the, that would definitely. be the next step, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Karak versus Batman. So what yeah. would what would his superpower be? Oh, superpower! Yeah, we would unleash ghosts, right? I mean, in a ball, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> ghosts and virus that fight evil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe maybe ghosts in the palm trees. Your fault, you know. Maybe you made ghost Rena up here in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you guys go on the road here, uh, I see you in the spring here. Are you gonna with hypocrisy? Are you gonna take the full show out? Because I've seen you a few times before, both on the seventy thousand tons of metal and here in Richmond. Oh, killer yeah. show! With yeah. um, yeah, I saw you in the small theater on the seventy thousand tons. I don't remember what that tiny theater was, but. Oh Freaking yeah, great yeah. show! Thank you, thank you. You mean yeah. the ice rink? No, no, no. The the oh, little like place the lounge? We saw, a legion terror. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you guys going to do like a full show thing again? Well, it's it's a support uh, tour, so uh, we are a little bit, you know, limited in the sense it's not a headline tour, so we have a shorter set list. So we always like try to accommodate for that. So um, yeah, when when you're a headliner, you can bring out everything you want, right? Usually. So now it's going to be it's going to be great, but it's more like a support type type of uh, setup. So yeah, gotcha. yeah. I saw you a couple of years ago here in uh, Richmond with it was Moore's Principium, I guess that's yeah, and Wolfheart, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I hope you guys oh, go to DC. Oh, I gotta look it up. I gotta look this up. Tour dates near DC. Where? <laughs> I don't know. Are you doing anything to get yourself back in sort of any shape to get on the road again? Because I imagine being home, I know you said you're running, but you doing anything mm -hmm. for music wise or training wise? Well, honestly, uh, I practice more than ever before. Usually I'm like, yeah, it's going to be great. And it's still in there. But now I already start weeks and weeks before, like almost every day, you know, play a little bit of the set and uh, go through some. I actually improved some keyboard settings here and there, and it was kind of cool. And also the new songs that we haven't performed uh, before. So I've done, <laughs> I hope I'm better prepared than before. So uh, I think that's great. And the other guys as well, they're on top of it. So, uh, yeah. Were you able to take this downtime to write some new music and, uh, you know, hone your, hone your songwriting? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I do, I've done also a lot of other things, but uh, there are some new Karak songs already and uh not enough for an album yet and there's still some ideas but there's definitely some material but uh yeah we always like to take our time and make something really good out of it and the last one was a lot of work it was a whole story as usual and uh, so uh 
yeah but yeah sometimes you i mean this pandemic was sometimes very depressing <laughs> and uh, so you were like yeah it was also not so like super exciting because there was no not really an end to it and uh, we had a couple of tours and then it was like cancelled and postponed cancelled right like even last december we had a show in romania and another one in holland and like two weeks before to cancel everything, try to f- get flights back, things like that. And uh, that's sort of demotivating in those moments, yeah. you know, but I mean, yeah, in the end you just go on, but there's definitely new stuff uh, in the making. Yeah. So when you're rehearsing, you say you practice the set, you know, you kind of do that stuff. Are you like loading up the multi-tracks and turning off the things that you're practicing and just giving her through headphones or how are you kind of warming up without the band? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, especially with the keyboards and the orchestra saying there's so many layers, I cannot play it all live. I used yeah. to do that uh, in the beginning, but so like, I look like too many keyboards. <laughs> and, <clears throat> and the show doesn't benefit from it because I'm not really present because I'm just looking at setting five to MIDI channel two, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, but th- right now I have a cool balance where I play the leads and then you turn off the parts that you play and uh, it's kind of a nice blend and... Uh, Sometimes I just play along with the songs in, entirely. And uh, we also did some rehearsals during downtime and uh, actually in the Netherlands. So, Oh, that cool. Helps. Yeah. yeah, That's awesome. I see that you're playing um, The Red Room in Vancouver, BC, which yeah. is actually where I'm from. I live in cool. Washington, DC now, but I used to live in Vancouver, BC. Oh, great. I see you're playing The Red Room, which is a really cool venue. It's um, it's awesome, yeah. And you'll you when you go in there, you'll meet a guy named Mike Shaflick and tell him that that I told him to say that he better not fuck it up, <laughs> and he'll he'll know exactly who it is. Just tell him Seegers told you not to fuck this up, okay? And, and just give him a hard time. I know you guys will have your own sound guy, but he'll be there. He's like their in-house tech guy that will with, with everyone. Doing. All right, cool. Yeah. Probably I'll, I'll I'll remember him when I see him, but it's like a lot of names. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little ways away. It's like in yeah. May or something. So All right. Yeah. I'll message him anyways. I'll say, you better cool. not fuck this up. He's a nice guy. Lemons <laughs> <laughs> is just going to go there like some weird bald guy from a podcast told me, right. to, told me to call you or something like that. You know <laughs> that bald guy said to say hello. <laughs> Jesus. Something had a weird name, something about food and metal. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else, Rena? No, just crap jokes. That's what I'm here for. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys have planned after this run then? Are you, you got more stuff coming up through the year or is this uh, all that's planned? At the yeah. Moment? Yeah, we have uh, Numi Rock in Finland as a festival. Uh, we've played it before. It's really great. It's like an, uh, completely hidden in a forest. It's like a pretty cool atmosphere there. And then we have Mexico Metal Fest coming up in September, if I'm not cor- Ooh. Yeah. So we've got a couple of cool things coming up, and uh, things are shaping up uh, slowly again. Yeah. Nice. Despite Rena's background in San Francisco, she's from Finland as well. That's where she is right now. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. I'm freaking sure. finished. So coming to Numerok, that's awesome. It's a terrible oh. festival, but you know why? The time of it. Because it's in June. Yeah, it's, it's light, crazy, right? Everything yeah. is cold and muddy and shitty. And, you know, <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that's like the challenge of it. If you go to Numerok, it's like going to Woodstock in 69. Something like that, and, yeah. And Midsommar Nacht, yeah. eh? like it uh, doesn't get dark that night, I think, last time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It stays yeah, light cool. the like whole the time. 
What, Chris? It stays light the whole time? Yeah. Basically, yeah, it's around midsummer. I've, I've actually never been. I've just, I'm just talking shit about the festival that I've never. Been. <laughs> it's always the coolest to do, right? I mean, right. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? But it's, it's, you know, it's common knowledge. It's common knowledge. But it's, it's a, it's a cool festival, you know. Obviously, yeah, it's, it's great. Awesome. The only thing wrong with it is, is when it is and how Finland is at that time of the year. But <laughs> the cool part is that it's almost at midsummer, so basically, it's gonna be light throughout the night. I remember like our guitar player, like he, uh, he said like, oh, it's summer, it's warm, we're going to Finland. And uh, he didn't bring anything else in his t-shirt. And then we came there and oh. it was like freezing cold. And he was like, I forgot it, I forgot it, I have nothing. And he had to buy, I think like uh, some other band's merch to <laughs> try to get warm. <laughs> I was just going to say, why didn't you just wear your merch? Like, what, what, you only had t-shirts, so oh you could only get that for <laughs> <laughs> we told him before, like, I think you should take a jacket. No, it's just I'm, I'm oh, so warm here. And then we landed. He was free. He's like, oh, <laughs> fuck. You'll never forget that. <laughs> now, even if he goes to Costa Rica, he's bringing a jacket. <laughs> probably, yeah. He's coming here like an Eskimo and I have to talk him out. You'll <laughs> 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 do that. That is all I have. You guys have anything else? That's I perfect. Pre- Thank you yeah. for joining us, Clemens. Thank you for having me. It was uh, it was great. Yeah, Beautiful. I appreciate you taking the time. <laughs> Hopefully, we we'll get to see. I don't know if the, I haven't looked at your routing yet to see if you're coming anywhere near Virginia, but Baltimore, you, Baltimore. Well, that's not too far. Maybe I'll make the drive up. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Great good luck with the uh, good luck with the tour. Stay safe, and hopefully, we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Stay Thank away you from the, all that warm sun and cheap booze down there. It's dangerous. I. <laughs> <laughs> Hydration. Hydration is key. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, my friend. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The, the Corner, Corner of Grey Street. Street.